Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 6. And you have to forgive me, I have a little bit of a rasp in my voice because my boys and their team won a couple games. And so uh, I kind of ruined my voice. And so I'm drinking tea this morning. And you know, honestly, I heard the statistics and I didn't believe it, but I'm starting to believe it. You know, I've been drinking, this is my third cup of tea this morning. And they say that if you replace your morning coffee with tea, that you'll lose up to 90% of all your joy and happiness. And that's pretty true. So here I am, a tea man this morning. If you're not a coffee drinker, then you didn't have that in the first place. <laughs> you don't have it to lose. Just kidding. Anyway, so talking's a little bit difficult today. And honestly, talking can be difficult for other reasons than just raspiness in your voice. You know, I have three teenage boys, and so I have to talk to them, you know, about girls. And that's never an easy thing to talk about. You know, there's never a good time to talk about it. It's just kind of like Nike. You just do it, right? And so when you get that moment when it's just you and the boy, you're like, you know, okay, well, here it goes. I'm going to ruin our conversation, but here I go. I'm going to talk about girls. And so I had one of my boys with me the other day, and I, I, I seized the opportunity. I said, would you ever kiss another man's wife? And he looked horrified. He was like, no. And I said, well, you know that girl you like? until you walk her down the aisle and put a ring on her finger and say vows to her, she's another man's wife. He looked horrified. Not a, not a conversation we want to have, you know, but it's, it's a conversation you have to have with your kids, you know, to talk to them about those things. Like, you know, you don't want to put scars on her, buddy, you know, just all that stuff. And it's the same thing. Jesus has some things to say to us, and he, he says them on the sermon on the plane here in Luke. And they're difficult things, and they're challenging things. There are things we don't want to talk about, but things that are necessary if we want to be a serious and faithful disciple of Jesus. And so this sermon, along with the Sermon on the Mount, have some of the most beautiful things that are said in, in all, of, all of holy writing, but also just all of, all of literature, period. And yet some of the most challenging words ever spoken. And so if you're able, will you stand, stand with me? Luke chapter 6, verse 31, Jesus in the middle of his sermon speaks to us, his word. And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. But if you love those who love you, what credit is it to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. But love your enemies, do good and lend. Hope for nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful 
Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. And he spoke a parable to them. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a ditch? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye and do not perceive the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, Brother, let me remove the speck that is in your eye, when you yourself do not see the plank that is in your own eye? Hypocrite. First remove the plank that from your own eye, then you will see clearly to remove the speck that is in your brother's eye. For a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from the bramble bush. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose and the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock, but he who heard and did nothing is like the man who built his house on the earth without a foundation, against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. And Father, we thank you for this text that is challenging, even to me, Lord, very challenging to read these things and to consider what you're saying here, Lord, yet so needful for us, and especially in the time that we live, Lord, to be able to just consider these things in our own lives and how they apply to us. So Lord, make application by your Spirit. Convict us where we need convicting. Encourage us where we need encouragement. Strengthen us, comfort us, Lord. Whatever it is that we need this morning, I pray that you'd provide it. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So last time, Jesus started out this section, this sermon with the Beatitudes, with their corresponding woes. And just to sum up what those Beatitudes and woes were about, is he said, blessed are those who are lacking. And the idea is if I'm lacking, then I'm going to go to God for the help that I need. But woe to those who have plenty. And the idea is if I have too much, then I might not consider that I need God, and, and that becomes a false sense of security. But then he launches into this whole section, and this section, the remaining section that we're going to be talking about today, he's talking about our relationship with our enemies and how we are to interact with those who we consider enemies in our life. And, and that's when he said, verse 31, which we did cover last time, but it's the golden rule, so we have to cover it twice, right? And it says, and just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. So Jesus tells us to be proactive in the way that we would want men to treat us. He's not saying live and let live. And I think as Americans and individuals and individualistic society, we think I want to be left alone, so I'm going to leave other people alone. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the way we interpret this rule. But that's not what he's saying. He's saying, this is an active imperative. I want you to go out and consider how you'd want to be treated by other people. And then I want you to actively go out and do that to perform that for those other people. Treat other people like that. 
The other problem is, is when we think about what others might, what we might want others to do for us, we don't tend to think about anybody but our, our family. It's like, I wake up in the morning, it's like, I bet my wife would really like a cup of coffee. And so I go and make her a cup of coffee, you know, or I bet my kids would like me not to yell at them, so I'm not going to yell at them because I don't want to be yelled at, so I'm not going to yell at them. And, and that's all good and well, but that's not exactly what he's talking about. Notice here in the next verse, verse 32, but if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. Now, maybe you're thinking, and this is what I'm thinking, I have a hard enough time doing that stuff for people I like, (laughs) let alone the people I don't like and the people that I would consider to be my enemies. But notice what Jesus says, if you just do these things to, good things to people you like, what credit is that to you? What reward is there going to be for that? None, is what he's saying. In other words, I'm not going to get credit. And, and it's interesting, this word credit is, is not what you think. You know, you think a credit is, you know, I don't know, some sort of, treasure in heaven or something like that, and it probably is, but, but this word is actually the word in the Greek, charis. Can anybody tell me what charis is in the Greek? Any Greek scholars out there? It's a pretty popular word. Charis, anybody? It's the word grace. By charis, we've been saved through faith. It's grace. And, and grace, of course, can mean unmerited favor, and that's the way we like to interpret it. That's the way Martin Luther really pushed it. But grace can also mean divide and help, Undeserved reward, deserved reward, you know, reward that you deserve, a reward you get for doing something, as well as that which produces joy in your life. These are all definitions of this word. So when we help those who are enemies, God gives us supernatural grace to do it, help to do it. He rewards us for it, and as a result, he produces joy for having done it. What's more is it gives us a chance to be a witness and a light to the person who needs Jesus probably more than anybody else, right? And so there's such a benefit from all of this. Years ago, we had a neighbor who was really angry with us. There was a Bible study, you see, and and all these cars were parked along the road out here, and some of them parked in front of his house. And so he came over the next day just lit up you know just so angry he's like you know they're gonna run over my sprinklers and you know i didn't sign up for this and i you know all this stuff i'm like oh man he's really angry and so we kind of got together and like what are we going to do for this guy thanks again for listening to abide in truth with pastor mike Hughes. if you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756 Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.